0: Hello and welcome to the 270th day of 15 Days to Slow the Spread. Alright, so we've got a lot to get to on our show today. The Detroit Free Press, in a surprise move, has said that punishing criminals is very bad, and they are sick, so we must release them into society. The very dangerous virus is very virus, and also very dangerous. The paper has called gatherings, quote, irresponsible, and, quote, mass murder, and has refused to report a single right-wing gathering until after the fact, is now telling everybody exactly where to go and giving people gas money. In a statement exclusively obtained by the Holmes Politicast, the editor of the lining I use for my rat cage says, quote, You know as well as I do that it is only dangerous for Republicans to gather. The virus is too woke to attack Democrats. In other news, a Michigan lawmaker threatens Trump voters, and the Democrats are delighted. The representative, who claims to have been literally lynched, will be taking the place of Joe Biden as president elect because she is so very black and so very brave and super black. And finally, the government closed a business I actually agree with. Oh my goodness, that's a revelation. All this and more today on the Holmes Politicast. All right, let's get to some of the news so I think uh, starting off here um I'm gonna save my my uh, why I closed the business till the end so that you gotta stay and stick around for that because that is a craziness in and of itself well I guess you could just skip to the end and see what I said but uh, please don't uh, please listen to the whole show so <clears throat> families advocate to protest Michigan's handling of the coronavirus in prisons as cases surge so this is uh, quite the quite the article the Detroit Free Press um, has been reporting on right-wing gatherings uh, as terrorists and uh, white supremacists and um, you know, citing the people that are openly carrying and saying that we're all a bunch of crazy militia. But if a if a left wing cause like getting people out of prison is uh is happening, well, obviously the Detroit Free Press is gonna tell you how to get there. Um, it's gonna offer you rides or I'm sure they're bussing people in from other areas. Uh that's been a common theme with um things like this, so uh Yeah, the Detroit Free Press out here doing yeoman's work. Um, So, the article says, As of Thursday evening, 17,413 prisoners, 44% of people housed by the Department of Corrections throughout the pandemic, had tested positive for COVID-19. The number of active infections hit an all-time high in recent weeks. There were 8,003 active cases among prisons as of Thursday. So, that's interesting. Um, they're now, I I assume they're all wearing masks. If somebody has any, um, evidence that they're not wearing masks in the prisons, um, please bring that to my attention. But, um, it seems as though they're doing math or they're doing masks in the prison, the prison, uh, guy later on prison guy, the, (laughs) the warden, um, I believe was later on, not the warden. It wasn't the warden. It was somebody high up in the prison. Um, but he said that they're, oh, Chris, Chris Gates, Department of Corrections spokesman. Okay. So he says that, uh, procedures have been, protocols have been followed to help have been followed, do help slow the spread. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be. Okay. So procedures and protocols have been followed to help the, to slow the spread. Um, so that's what he's saying. He's what. So what he's saying is masks don't work. They don't stop you from getting it. They don't stop the transmission. Um, so that's 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 a great and and we see this in other places. I'm currently, you know, Grand Valley's closed their uh, classes because even though everybody's wearing masks and social distancing, people are still getting it. So um, what's really interesting about this article? Uh, if you go down to da da, da oh. I don't think it is in this article. It's in another. It's in another linked article. Um, it's like the number of prisoners and correction officers that have died across the state is like seventy-four. So you do the math. Um, we've had. We have had seventeen thousand four hundred thirteen prisoners. And seventy-four of them have died. That is a minuscule risk, um, and I don't think that we should be allowing prisoners out into society. Um, these people are crazy. They are. <laughs> I mean, they're they have they're obviously emotionally involved. They're related to the prisoners. Um, is the group that. Uh, is doing it. And of course, it's, it's of course the Democrats have to jump right on this because anytime anybody wants anybody released from the prisoner or or from prison, the Democrats are right there to, uh, let the criminals out of prison. Why, why is this party so insistent on having criminals in our streets? I don't know. I'm not going to suggest anything. I'm just going to pose that question and I'm going to let you think about that for a little while. So, uh, they, they do go on to talk about, like, oh, this guy. No, no, that's a different article. Never mind. Uh, this, this article I'm done with because uh, this is dumb. Um, the obvious double standard from the Detroit Free Press. Promoting gatherings that they like and repressing gatherings that they don't like is just, it's silly. So, um, okay, so moving on. Uh, Democrats not only advocate for having dangerous criminals on the streets, but they also advocate for not telling you who the dangerous criminals are. So, in another uh, article from the Detroit Free Press, an opinion, an opinion article, saying that uh, they don't want you to know who the sex offenders are in your uh, county. So, I'm not kidding you. In early 2012, more than... Okay, so, uh, sorry... Uh, Michigan poised to double down on failed sex offender registry. It's an opinion by William Boole. William Gould, more like. (laughs) All right. In early 2012, more than eight years ago, five people challenged Michigan's Sex Offender Registration Act in court, arguing that the registry branded them as dangerous sex offenders without an individual review. Uh, One was a man, we'll call him John, who met a woman at a club, Open only to those eighteen and older. They slept together, and only later did he learn that she was actually fifteen. They fell in love, eventually married, and now have three kids. But due to her age, John was pro- okay. So, uh, dude met a lady in the club, slept with her. She was fifteen. Um, yeah. So that's not the majority of them. Um, I agree that maybe there's there's a there's a, you know, case for later. appeal. I wouldn't say like, I mean, at, at the time, yeah, you're going on the sex offender registry list. Maybe if you get married and have three kids, uh, a judge should probably look at that and be like, all right. Yeah, was this really him going after a minor or was he being, you know, honest and didn't know that she was only 15? Um, Also, the, the age of the guy is in question. How come they don't mention that? Um, I mean, if this was like a 30 year old having sex with a 15 year old, uh, um, it's a little concerning, but like I, I, uh, the, the Detroit free press obviously doesn't give enough. I mean, they give the vaguest, uh, impressions to like, maybe make you think that, oh, maybe this is okay. You know, we don't know, but, um, regardless, they're going to put up this guy to try and get, um, sex offender registration, uh, removed. So, regardless of this guy's uh, individual case, whether he was an eighteen-year-old that slept with a fifteen-year-old or a twenty-five-year-old or a thirty-year-old, I don't know. Um, it, it it it's relevant, but we're not going to find out from the Detroit Free Press because uh, I, I don't know. I guess I guess they don't have any journalists over there to find this stuff out. But all right, continuing on. Another man in a lawsuit, we'll call him Paul, never even committed a sexual offense. In 1990, when he was 20, he tried to rob McDonald's, but because he threatened the manager's teenage son on offense charged as child kidnapping, even though it had no sexual component whatsoever, he was placed on the sex offender registry for life. Okay, this one is kind of dumb. I mean, you could probably get that one from, like... Uh, leaving the state with your own child without permission from the other parent if you got, like, split custody or something. So this one seems a little shaky, and I don't... You know what? I'm not actually convinced that this guy is on the sex offender registry. Um, You know, the Detroit Free Press is going to have to release their name so that we can find out exactly what they're accused of. Uh, but I don't trust the Free Press, and nor should you. <clears throat> so... um. So where it gets crazy is down here, uh, it's like eight, nine paragraphs, and it. it says, Despite the court's ruling, and despite the scientific consensus that registries don't do anything to prevent such sexual offenses, neither the Michigan legislature nor the executive branch did anything to reform our state's registry. Indeed, Michigan continues to waste millions of taxpayer dollars on running the registry, paying legal bills to defend it and incarcerating people for technical registry violations. Um, so that's what they think of the registry, which actually does register many violent sexual criminals. All right. Um, the, the, this, this, this claim that the scientific consensus that, So I don't know if they if they took a bunch of people and examined um, their heart and found that um, whether or not the public knew that they were diddling children um, or that they were, you know, committing sexual crimes, um, whether or not the public finds that out is not related to whether or not they commit the act that they are thinking of committing. Um I I would say just on its face it's it's ridiculous to say that. Like punishments are deterrence always. They've always have been, they always will be. Um there are many th- times that you think about doing something that you don't do because no I don't want that punishment. There are times when you think about doing something and you say yeah that punishment is worth it. <clears throat> now I would say that the sex registry does not go far enough to curb violence. I mean, because obviously there's a ton of people on it. Um, actually, they go on to say that it's like more than the population of Mount Pleasant and Muskegon. 40, 44,000 people are on the sex offender registry in the state. So obviously it's not deterring enough. I mean, let's I, see, here's, here's what I propose. I propose that if you are caught uh, raping anybody, uh, you are you are promptly castrated, um, ball- testicles and and uh, 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 penis. I guess you know, grow up, grow up. We can we can use these words. We're we're adults, All right, So uh, immediate castration uh, for men. For women, that doesn't really work as well because their parts are inside. But uh, definitely. Um, something has to happen for women. I'll think about that more and get back to you. Okay. So I think that would be a great deterrent. Okay. not only would it be a great deterrent, but it would, I mean, it would provably eliminate repeat offenders, right? If you don't have anything to rape anybody with or anything to feel any sexual pleasure with, you're not going to be doing it. So <laughs> I so I think for this for this alone, you know, I have solved this problem, guys. Not only can we get rid of our sex offender registry list because they just won't have any junk. Um, so so I I'm I'm uh, appealing to the liberals, right? Uh, we can get rid of the sex offender registry, okay, and we actively eliminate all repeat offenders. See, guys, this is why you listen to the show for genius like this, for analysis that is this in depth and deep. Um. Which you can only come here for. Okay, so we are moving. Well, ooh, ooh, oh. So yeah, Dana Nessel uh, supports obviously um, um, changing the bill. Um, all the Democrats do. I, I, I would. If you know of a Democrat in Michigan that doesn't uh, advocate for, you know, getting rid of the sex offender registry, uh, let me know. But. I have not found him. Okay, so we're, we're going to move on to this uh, striking piece. Um, I, I cannot actually believe that a Democrat has been found threatening Republicans. Isn't that crazy? Democrats are always so nice. They leave our yard signs alone. I mean, they don't call us uh, racists. They don't do anything that's, like, nasty. They don't insinuate that, you know, our hearts are black and our souls are, you know, bound for the pit of hell because we think that— babies should not be murdered like i mean democrats are just such sweet nice caring people how could this have happened so first i will let uh, cynthia johnson um speak for herself so this is just a warning to you trumpers be careful walk lightly we ain't playing with you Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. All right, you heard it straight from the horse's mouth. Now, to be a little bit fairer to... uh, Miss Johnson than a lot of outlets have been um, she did preface that I believe by saying hit them in their pocketbooks um, but you know soldiers don't hit people in their pocketbooks they hit people with bullets soldiers that the very word is a threat if you are referring to your constituents as soldiers that is not something that a polite society should allow i don't care if it's social soldiers or whatever kind of soldiers you're militarizing your constituents that is not okay from a from a sitting us representative it's just not now i know i flirt a little with you know the edges of well how far can we threaten our government you know but this this just this kind of blat- like if i was in an elected office i would never ever ever threaten somebody from the opposite party and you can be sure that i will be doing everything in my power to get this woman primaried to get her seat taken away she this woman does not belong in politics so um the detroit free press won't you know won't talk about that you know they'll they'll defend the ever loving poop out of her they'll say oh she was misquoted she was saying this she was saying that you know governor whitmer will come out and defend her which you know i'm gonna use against her as well when she's running for re-election but uh that's 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 where we're at that's where this fight is going so we have got to get rid of democrats in this state uh we've got to clean our state up first before we clean up the entire country and, uh, to be quite honest, excuse me there, I'm, I'm not going to cut that out, but, uh, to be quite honest, we need to clean up our counties, uh, before we are going to get very far in our state. Um, and by clean it up, I don't mean, you know, get rid of anybody, uh, you know, threaten anybody, re- threaten to remove anybody, you know, drive anybody out. Uh, by that, I mean, bring our communities together in a way that they haven't been before. Um, this coronavirus has really locked people down. Maybe we have a chance when people get out. Maybe they'll be interested in being a part of a community. So um, that's just something that I've been thinking about looking forward as we as we move through this crazy pandemic. It is almost over, guys. Like um, I, I joke that it's never going to end and that Democrats are going to retain power forever, but I don't think for a second that the American people are just going to let that happen. Um. So, uh, well, it maybe it's crossed my mind for a few seconds, but um, regardless. Ooh, sorry, I've been uh, really close to the mic. I guess I should stay here because, otherwise, you're gonna have to fiddle with your uh volume again. Sorry, guys. All right. So moving on from Cynthia Johnson, um. Oh, there, of course. There's a there's a piece in the Detroit Free Press about Whitmer defending her. That's part of some bullcrap, nobody cares about that. Um. All right. So here's. Uh, so I always try and have positive news in with my my stream of negative news. Now, um, as my awesome mother-in-law suggested, you know, I've been hearing horror stories about mother-in-laws for my entire life, but uh, that's not bad my, my experience, and. I'm pretty grateful for that. But um, anyway, enough buttering up my mother-in-law online. Okay. So some good news today. Um, She might hit me for thinking this is good news. But uh, Trump administration plans second execution in as many days. The Trump administration plans to continue its unprecedented series of post-election federal executions Friday by putting to death a Louisiana truck driver who... severely ha- abused his two week old daughter for weeks in 2002, then killed her by slamming her head against the truck's windows and dashboard lawyers for the 56 year old Alfred Burgios says he has an IQ that puts him in the intellectually disabled category and that they contend that, oh, sorry. And they contend that should have made him ineligible for the death penalty under federal law. Um, now it goes on he'll be uh, put to it de- be the tenth put to death since uh, federal executions resumed under President Donald Trump in July um, now why is this a good thing criminals in this society need to know that we are serious when we say if you do something like this you will die Um irrational murder and sexual abuse of his daughter. Yeah. That dude deserves to die. Uh, the, the other guy that they're defending, um, uh, what I don't, I don't remember what his name is, but he, he kidnapped two people, um, two, I think they were, they were, it was a pastor and his wife at a local church and (laughs) locked them in their trunks, drove them around spending their money Um, eventually ended up shooting the guy and the woman. She didn't die. Uh, they burned her alive. Um, so charming guy that uh, dem- all Democrats uh, defending. Now, see, this problem that persists on the left of defending criminals, like what? So it's so far we've had in this show, Democrats defending um, prisoners, trying to get them released because the Detroit Free Press is Democrats. Um, now we have... Uh, Democrats that are objecting to killing these people that deserve death. Now, I don't consider myself a Republican because I am a conservative and I don't think they are actually conservative. I think a lot of them spout some conservative things like tax cuts and then the, the rest of the things they essentially agree with the left on. So... They don't really have an interest in getting conservative things done because they're not real conservatives. They're for tax cuts and stuff sometimes. So uh, that's why I'm not a Republican. But I agree with the Republican worldview um, that says that you know people that do heinous things in society should receive justice. There has to be a justice element to our justice system. Now, the left will often claim that our justice system is broken. And yes, I, I do believe it is. Um, as we will demonstrate later with, uh, another case it, actually here in Michigan, um, of the justice system, uh, not working properly. Um, but in any case, um, the, the left says that the justice system is not working properly. So we should abolish the justice system. Um, that's, you know, I mean, and, and if you need me to prove that, defund police, okay? They, they want to get rid of the justice system. They don't want to execute justice. So that's the fu- that's a fundamental difference between Republicans, or at least the people that are Republicans, not really the, the elected officials, um, and Democrats. Uh, and by Democrats, I do mean the elected officials because there are... I don't think that there are many Democrats, people that are actually Democrat, that would say that this guy deserves to live. Um I don't think there are many that would say we should be emptying our prisons. I don't know why they don't get rid of their politicians that are saying these radical things, but I think it's because they don't hear them saying them. Just like, you know, very few people are gonna hear you know that what you heard from Cynthia Johnson on this show, right? Not very many people are going to hear the tone that she used, the 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 uh, aggressiveness with which she was calling her soldiers. The uh, you know they're going to read her a quick report, a headline: "All Black Lady Was Accused of uh, Doing a Bad Thing and It's Racist." So it's just going to go away. That's why in the Democrat Party there are disgusting people. And in the Republican Party, there are a lot less because the disgusting people in the Republican Party get aggressively attacked in the media. So I don't know how we got from the death penalty to here, but uh, um, while while the Republican Party does have less, you know, uh, downright criminals and people that are downright calling for violence, um, yeah, they are filled with squishes that I don't think are really Republicans. So all right uh so yeah this guy is going to be executed uh president trump is showing people and this this other uh this other argument okay against the the death penalty that um the death penalty you know i think i think we went through that actually earlier uh where was oh my goodness did we already talk about that now i gotta go back and listen All right. I didn't talk about it. Uh, I got ahead of myself. <laughs> so as we will see later, again, the justice system failing in Michigan. Um, but the justice system is failing because it doesn't apply punishments. It doesn't apply the punishments that we prescribe. So if you are not going to apply the punishments, people think that it is okay to do the thing that you are not going to punish them for. You just, I mean, it's, it kind of makes a law arbitrary. So, um, if we are going to enforce the death penalty, we need, or if we are going to sentence death, uh, we need to enforce that it. it can't just be an empty threat. Uh, also, to, to say that it is not a deterrent, um, there are many things that I don't do because I don't want to be punished. Um, a lot of the times that involves um, smacking certain people that I think uh, really need some common sense smacked into them. Uh, other times it it involves um, you know not saying something nasty because I don't want the the blowback from you know what it's it's going to you know I, I play I flirt the lines or I flout the lines I flirt the lines what what the heck is that I flout the lines a little bit with uh, with you know talking to people and insinuating things but the fact of the matter is I am very careful with what I say as it stands, you know, with truthfulness, Uh, I don't want to be caught, you know, lying because of the ramifications. My listeners would no longer listen to me. They wouldn't trust me. So, um, in the same, and I mean, that's not the only reason, but that is a strong deterrent from doing it. Uh, though it is a, a temptation. I'm I'm not going to lie. Uh, I just, just said that, didn't I? But um, it is a strong temptation to, to skew facts and to not say. While well, she did, you know, mention beforehand pocketbooks, but this soldier language, I still don't like it. I don't think it's right, um, and that's not something you're going to get from the mainstream media. That's something you only get here. Uh, the Detroit News isn't going to give it to you. The well, the Detroit News might give it to you. Uh, I'll, I'll give them that. They they don't censor as much, um, but. Regardless, uh, it's, it's something you're definitely not going to get from the Detroit Free pr- or the yeah the Detroit Free Press. Um, so yeah, that's that's my plug for the show. Uh, share me with your friends, Just like, subscribe, do all the things. Send me emails too. I like, you know, I want to hear from you guys. Uh, what do you want to hear about? What do you want me? What cover? What stories do you want me to cover for over the week? You know, what do you want me to talk about? So, um, we're getting down to the last couple things here. And I, so actually, I should probably move on over to. Give me just one second to pull it up. All right. And finally, the moment that you have all been waiting for a closing that I finally agree with. All right. Fox 2 Detroit reporting Michigan legislature cancels voting season after Rudy Giuliani tests positive for COVID 19. Ha ha they finally closed something I agree with. Yes, close the government. Um, You guys are definitely non-essential, if anybody is. So congratulations to the government for finally living up to my expectations. That is our show for today. That is all I have time for. We will be back next week um, with more content uh, from Jim, possibly, and myself. So we will see you then. Thank you so much for listening and uh, remember to like us and share us with your friends we will see you soon bye